This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We do have to take care of this business. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I, I need some dirt, dirt, dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? It's always fun to me to hear what celebrities bought first whenever they got some money. Uh, one of Kane Brown's biggest purchases after signing his record deal was acquiring his GMC Denali. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, uh-huh. he always wanted one in high school. So, oh, sure. Um, of course, he shared the news of the era ending on Instagram. He seemed a little heartbroken to be parting ways with his vehicle. Now he got a Tesla which he calls his dad car. So it's us in now. It compares it to his Denali, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school, it was the Escalade. Everybody wanted a Cadillac Escalade. Escalade yeah. Oh, no one ever got sure. one. sure. No one ever got no. one? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we had some uh, kids from public school that had them. It was They were like their parents, you know. Oh, we really? all would pile in them unsafely. <laughs> talk <laughs> about that. Oh, okay, uh, Trevor Noah is actually going to be the new host of this year's Grammys. It's going to air on January 31st on CBS. Hmm. He says, as a one-time Grammy nominee, I'm the best person to provide a shoulder to all the amazing artists who do not win on the night because I, too, know the pain of not winning the award. I think that'll be fun. I really like Trevor. I love him. Mm -hmm. He was nominated uh, last year in Best Comedy Album category and lost to Dave Chappelle. Oh, great. So, uh, you know, I am really happy about this because I love Alicia Keys' music, but I'm not a fan of her hosting the Grammys. Ah. Yeah, it wasn't my... I agree. I think there's some people who are fantastic performers and not good hosts. Yes, totally different skill set. Everybody wants it to end. Like, let's be real. We were like, when's the end? And it just seemed like it was never going to end because the opening monologue was like 26 minutes. Well, because she doesn't know how to monologue. But, uh, you know, and this will be good just like I think James Corden was good. Yes, Yes, totally. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, It just felt directionless, and that's just, for the viewer, it just makes you feel nervous. Right. Yeah, Uh, I agree. I agree with that. Like listening to this show. Uh, That's right. Same feelings. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend suffered a pregnancy loss in September and shared their story during an appearance on Good Morning America yesterday. Hmm. They said they've received thousands of letters from families who have suffered the same loss. They want to help Hmm. other people. So um, the newest initiative for the Ronald McDonald House Charities, they're in support of this. You can find it, the hashtag here for RMHC, which is kind of a mouthful, but here for RMHC. 
Uh, and they pledged to give $100 in each participant's name as part of their $100 million dedication. Wow. Oh, that's okay. really awesome. Mm-hmm. All oh, you have cool. to do is share a photo or video um, making the RMHC heart symbol and include that hashtag to Instagram. Nice. So let's raise a lot of money right. for them. That is the latest dirt. You can find more by downloading our app or going to mytalk1071.com. Ah, good stuff, good stuff. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Nat King Cole bringing us back. I don't think I've ever heard that version of that song by the late, great Nat King Cole, who, by the way, died, I believe, at the age of 46. Oh my gosh, really? Don't you think of him as being older than that? Maybe because I mostly saw him in black and white. So oh, when yeah. I was when I was 45. younger and seeing that, that was when I was young enough that I thought 45 was old. Yeah, yes. that's true. So true. Yeah, Nat King Cole, uh, 1919 is the year that he was born and passed away in 1965 at the age of 45. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's the Don and Steve Show. <laughs> On my talk 1071. Miss Shannon is in for Donna Valentine. Uh Don McLean is here as well. All right, let's get musical, shall we? Yeah. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Uh, don't forget, we are just about 15 minutes or a little more away from naming our latest winner in the Live for Free contest. So make sure you're listening at 1020. If we call your name, you win 100 bucks. Entered for a chance to win 10 grand. Uh, we were just talking about how Trevor Noah is going to be the host of the Grammys in 2021. I believe January 31st is the show. I, lo- I saw the list of Grammy nominees. Yes. And I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say... Uh-huh. Is I'm getting old. I <laughs> yeah. think I'm gonna read some things. I'm gonna read the ones that I really have no idea okay. what any of this means. Oh sure. Here are the Grammy nominees in some of the biggest categories. Album of the year. Chalambo from Jenne Aiko. Yes. Is that you know this is the thing? Y- yeah. Okay. Should I know Jenne Aiko or Not Chalambo? Not necessarily. She's not your type of type of artist. It's Jean, isn't it? Jean uh, No, I think it's Janae. Janae? Okay. There is like a little Jenny, fancy kind of like accent. almost Jenny, but not but Jenny. But fancy, fancy Jenny. I go. Yes. There's a, one of those weird accent marks on the last She was in B2K, so she was an R&B group. And, yeah. And you don't do a lot of R&B. B2K. I remember B2K. She was on a, she was on a song with Chris Brown, too, right. that was really popular. Boy, it's a bummer when Chris Brown music comes on, and I, like... Um, yeah, three times. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. And then I kind of feel bad for liking it because he's had a bit of a checkered. Mm, yeah, no, I love his past. music. Oh. Um, okay, here are more things that I don't know. For album of the year, The Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Anybody? The mm. Jesse, D J E S S E, Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. But even once you get to the names that you can pronounce. <laughs> You're still not going to know who some of them are. No, I do know some of these. Um, like Coldplay is also nominated there for Everyday Life. Haim for Women in Music Part 3. Dua Lipa for Future Nostalgia. And Post Malone for his album Hollywood's Bleeding. Taylor Swift also uh, nominated for Folklore. So that's right. album of the year. Um, 
Now, this is, this is okay, record of the year, which, mm-hmm. by the way, was anybody else confused for mm, three decades of their life, <laughs> the difference between record of the year and album of the year? Because I no, thought those were synonyms. Sure. They're not the same. It yeah. should just be single of the year instead yeah, of record of right. the year. Anyway, Black Parade by Beyonce. Colors by Black Pumas. Should I know Black Pumas? Again, that was one of the ones I was going to say. Probably not. They're like probably a singer-songwriter not. duo that you probably haven't heard of. Yes. <sighs> okay. But that's the whole thing. Like, when you look at those, if, if people are wondering if, it, if it's you. Like, you saying, mm-hmm. well, am I old? No, this is a weird year okay. in a whole year that's already been full of weirdness. And, <laughs> okay. you know, and there, I, I think that people thought because we were, that was too many I thinks and I thoughts. I thought that since people were home and we were having less productions out there because of these things, it would make more sense this year. And it absolutely went diagonal and makes less sense. (laughs) So even people who were already trying to explain why they were still supporting this, like, you know, that's why we're seeing these stories now about the Justin Bieber's complaining and the Nicki Minaj's complaining and mm-hmm. the and the you know, even the weekend, which they think is the biggest and I agree is one of the biggest snubs. He didn't even you know, get nominated. He didn't even get at nominated. All. And I think that, you know, you have these Stories, because it is supposed to be for us by us, like musical peers that come up with these nominations. Right. And people like Justin Bieber are going, well, that's cool that I got nominated, but why did I get nominated in a pop thing when this was an R&B album? And I intentionally made it an R&B album. And then people are speculating that that's why The Weeknd didn't get a nomination at all is because they're like, well, are you pop or are you R&B? So the R&B people Mm. ignored him. Mm-hmm. And then the pop people ignored him, so he just fell through the cracks altogether, and nobody really evaluated his album for a Grammy. By and the way, just super weird. The Beebs was uh, nominated, as you mentioned, for best pop vocal album. He thought it should have been the R and B category. Mm-hmm. It was for changes. He's now going to go head to head with Lady Gaga for Chromatica, Dua Lipa for Future Nostalgia, Harry Styles for Fine Line, and then Taylor Swift for uh, for Folklore. Now the weekend was saying that he was snubbed, he thought perhaps because of uh, the the Super Bowl booking that he got. The Super yeah. Bowl is currently scheduled to happen one week afterwards. So TMZ has this story out there that it may have been intentional. They're floating that out there, claiming that the Recording Academy was in talks with The weekend mm-hmm. to perform at the Grammys, but he turned them down after he was picked to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, uh, the Recording Academy boss, Harvey Mason Jr., Says nothing fishy happened. Right. He says the weekend just didn't get enough votes, saying, quote, We understand that the weekend is disappointed at not being nominated. Unfortunately, every year there are fewer nominations than the number of deserving artists. He added, To be clear, voting in all categories ended well before the weekend's performance at the Super Bowl was announced. So, in no way could it have affected the nomination process um, and i think it's you, interesting that he said we would have been happy for him to perform at both like that was the mm-hmm. only option that we can add here be at both of these things mm-hmm. or sure be at you know the, i'm wondering it's weird to me super. i wonder if the super bowl folks i i wonder i i feel like if you would have performed at the grammys the week before performing at the super bowl halftime show it would have sort of watered it down just a little bit because it's almost like the person who does the super bowl halftime show it's kind of like they go on, not radio silent, but they mm-hmm. you don't see them out and about doing late night shows or anything like that because they're just sort of in a bunker prepping for this, which makes their the tune in for their halftime show 
all the more because it's like, what Possibly. have they been up to recently? Because but if you saw them the week before, it's like, eh, whatever. And, and I yeah. don't know. I mean, maybe because so much of our content ends up repurposed for the internet now that mm-hmm. it would be more likely that you would watch both performances. And I think if you're a fan of the weekend, you wouldn't care. But it used to be, I think, that the. The Super Bowl halftime show, and I think it still is a, an animal unto itself. So people, so there's so many yes. people that tune in for that that wouldn't watch the Grammys because mm-hmm. we have story sure. after story about how all these awards show ratings are down year it's after so year long. after yes. year. It's long. It's a bunch. You know, it's not interesting. And so the Grammys at least normally had performances that you cared about. So the fact that over the last few years, so much of the drama has been that the performers don't enjoy performing for them. They don't let them do what songs they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like we heard that from Miley Cyrus and Ariana Grande and a lot of people going well I don't want to perform for them and now it seems like there's a lot of just this backside hate on some of the performers yeah do you Mm -hmm. remember last year the big controversy with this CEO um the the brand new CEO Deborah Dugan yes yes she accused the former CEO of uh, sexual misconduct, right? And yes, that there was and everybody wondered club. if that night mm-hmm. it would people would be speaking out, but Kobe Bryant died that weekend, yes. and so then the conversation oh gosh, all went to Kobe, right, and didn't go into that. So uh, because yeah, she kind also of a, pointed out a lot of things within the Grammys that she felt were not that she needed to completely redo, exactly. and they ended up ousting her. It it was a really I never yeah. really remember. It what was like the drama that. that never came to a head because yeah. of Kobe Bryant's passing. It was it was sort of a, a peculiar uh, string of events there. Yeah. Um. Hey, we have good news coming up. We are about to announce our latest name in the Live for Free contest. If we call your name at ten twenty, you're winning a hundred bucks and entered for a chance to win ten grand. Don didn't quite spend ten grand last night, but she did drop <laughs> some money on Thanksgiving. I saw the most expensive turkey I've ever seen last <laughs> night. We'll get into all of that when we return. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve Show. It's My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve Patterson, Don McLean is producing. Miss Shannon Paul is sitting in for a vacationing Donna Valentine today. Thank you, girls, for being here. Yes. Do you like girls, Shannon? We went through this a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, I never know if that is... I, I say that in like a close like oh these friends way but i think that sometimes that could be construed as a condescending term condescending term which i used could to use t- it all the time like and more of the hey girl like g-u-r-r-l-s uh-huh. type thing but i because i have had some friends in my circle who don't like it yeah i've actively taken it out of my lexicon and oh, I had to and practice it's, it. And it's always better if you say ladies, right. probably, right? You know, That's, or I just say people and human beings now. My uh, fellow humans. To, yes. You are a wonderful human being, Steve Patterson. Humans, so thank you, you for being with me. Yes. <laughs> Don and Shannon, you know the I humans I kind of talk like to. that as well. I just in general, just because I try to be as broad spectrum as possible. And I yeah. think it's a good word. So I just kind of went back to that as much as I can. Humans is a nice word that we don't yeah. uh, use often. We're going to be reading the name of one human here in uh, just a couple of yes. minutes. If we say your name. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're going to win 100 bucks, and you'll be entered for a chance to win a grand. By the way, that's uh, just one of the things that we have available. November prizes and our listener rewards are fantastic. You could win a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up. We've got $200 to Lund's and Byerly's. I'll tell you about my experience there <laughs> last night in a moment. Um, gift cards to Ikea, Crispin Green, Punch Pizza, and more. You can register for our rewards to uh, enter to win. You can do that on the app if you don't have it already or on our website. Now, Don, you have the master clock, so you have to tell me when 1020 hits, sound the alarm so that we can announce the <laughs> name. Exactly 30 seconds. Yes. Exactly 30 seconds. Um, can I just tell you this, <laughs> that last night I saw a turkey that cost $95. What? It was caviar a, of turkeys. It was like a 25-pounder, oh, no. and it was pre-brined. And mm. it was fresh, not frozen. Fresh, never frozen, it said. But ninety five dollars because it was like four bucks a pound, but it was already brined. But instead, I got the less expensive one, and that sucker is brining right now. I have to go flip it at some point because it's not fully in the liquid. I need to turn it over. So the congratulations on yourself brining. Well done. Thank you very much. It's only my second time brining, and it is quite an adventure. Uh, with that, can we sound the alarm, Don? Oh, yeah. Let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> no, wrong one. Sorry, I'm on the wrong page here. Oh, yep, <laughs> let me get to the right page. Yeah, dude, dude, it sucks this year. Yeah, kind of does, but not as much anymore. Time to announce a live for free name. It's been a tough year, and we want you to live for free for the rest of 2020. Don Mayo from Blaine is this hour's name. Don Mayo. Call us back at 651-641-1071. You've got to do it in the next 10 minutes. If you do, you win $100 and are entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Don Mayo, the number is 651-641-1071. If you know a Don Mayo, call him and uh, let him know to give us a call right now. Meanwhile, stare at the phone. She'll stare at the phone. (laughs) Yes. Um, I was there and had a, I think I had a pretty nice moment with a fellow Lunds and Byerly shopper last night as we were looking at these turkeys and realizing <laughs> that we were the turkeys because we were late to the game and now there were only giant turkeys left because all the small turkeys are gone since a lot of people are doing smaller gatherings exactly. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it's too late to get a frozen one because you need like three days to th- thaw that sucker. Right. And uh, so we were going for fresh. My talker said, you got to go to Lunds and Byerly's. They've got the fresh ones. Boy, did they have fresh ones. But... The woman said, wow, I, that turkey looks really good, but I can't spend $90 on a turkey. I just can't do it. Right. I almost did. But then I <laughs> called my wife and she said, what are you thinking? You brined that turkey last time that you made one. And it was the best tasting brine. It made right. the turkey taste so good. So right now, thank you for asking, Shannon. My uh, brine consists of <laughs> black peppercorns, yes. um, a couple gallons of water, three cups of apple cider, We've got some uh, 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 bay leaves yes. in there. We've got salt. I didn't have brown sugar. They said you could substitute uh, just like white Regular sugar. sugar. <laughs> so there's a lot of sugar in it. I think two cups. Oh, goodness. Um, so and- do you put it 
breast down first and then you flip it? Like, what are you doing? Ideally. Hold that thought. We got Don Mayo on. Oh, Don Mayo hey. coming through. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. our live for free winner of this hour, Don Mayo, $100 richer. Hi, Don. Hi, how are you? Don, we're doing good. We got to know. What were you doing? Where were you when you found out that it was your name that we called? Were you listening live or did someone text you? <laughs> I was listening live and work. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you very much so, for letting us borrow your ears. It worked out for you. You're 100 bucks richer, man, and you are entered, Don, for a chance to win $10,000. You are one of the names that will be in the hopper when we choose a name in early December. So let's fantasize for a moment, Don Mayo from Blaine. <laughs> yes. If we call your name and you are the winner of $10,000, what are you going to spend that money on? Just on boring bills. Boring Just, bills. Oh. Hey, hey listen, practical. we appreciate that. That is, yes, planning ahead. You know, hey, Donnie, baby, what do you do? That's a very responsible oh, no. choice. A very Donnie responsible. Baby. No, no. Donnie, baby, talk to me, baby. Uh, what oh, What Lord. are you doing for work today? <laughs> what do I? Where Where do I work? Well, yeah. What do you do? What line of work are you in? I'm in uh, oxygen uh, supplies. Yes. Oh, oxygen supplier. Ooh, Whoa. we need you right now yes. during this COVID crisis. That's great. Wow, unbelievable. Okay, well, Don, listen, thank you for the work that you do. Congratulations. All you right. just won 100 bucks, and you are now entered for a chance to win that grand prize of $10,000. Donnie, baby, we love you. Good luck. Thank Stay you. on the line. Stay, Stay on, the on the line. Don't hang up. Yes. Okay, hold on. Don't spend it all in one place on a turkey. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you could get a hell of a turkey, though, for ten grand. Uh, I like it. He's mm-hmm. focusing on bills. I mm-hmm. think that's very practical. Back to the brine. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you have water, you have apple cider, then you have sugar, you have kosher salt, mm-hmm. black peppercorns, bay leaves. Um, uh, there's one other thing that I am I'm, I'm for, forgetting, uh, but it, it, and it, the, it was the first time I'd ever done it was a couple weeks ago. Yes. And I tell you what, Miss Shannon, I was surprised. I'd heard people talk about brining turkeys before. Right. It really injected this sucker with some great flavor. Right. I've never been a fan of turkey. I always just find it kind of bland and gravy dependent. This one we had without any gravy. It was just, it was so good. So now what I have to do is turn it over because my turkey's a little bit too big for, I don't have a pot that I'm brining it in. Yes. I have it in a brining bag. So the bag sort of, you know. So you have to flip it. You have to flip it to make sure that it's all in there. So I'll do that after the show today and then. I tried Take that it out one tonight. year. I read that, you know, it would be, you would have a more moist um, yes. breast if you cooked yes. it with the breast side first and then flipped it. Yes. And that worked, but heck, it was hard. It was yeah. so difficult to go in there and would have this incredibly hot turkey <laughs> and figure out how to flip it and not light myself on fire. It well, was very difficult, but I, I did it. So I'm going to use the smoker the this year. I'm doing the turkey and I'm doing it on a on a smoker. How big's your smoker? Uh, it, it, it's big. I mean, it can okay. fit the full full turkey, and you could even get some. Uh, you can do like I don't know, like eight racks of ribs or something. Wow. Okay. I heard put foil. Yes. Over the the breast of the turkey. Yep. Um, a few hours into it, and then that will keep it from drying out while the rest of the turkey, the dark meat, which takes longer. Gets up to speed, but that's not why that you works call. for you. Mm-hmm. We'll keep everybody updated. We're going to play a game next. Give us a call 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's me versus you, Miss Shannon. I'm Buckle ready. up. Game time <laughs> next on Don and Steve. Wow. The horns <laughs> on full display. I call and response with "Let It Snow." It's time to attend the College <laughs> of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. <laughs> Three too. trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. Okay, with a score of 102 for Steve and 75 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Don and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And we have Renee on the line. Hi, Renee. Hello. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Lindstrom. Lindstrom, Minnesota. Uh, Where specifically would you say that is? (laughs) Uh, um, Do you know where Forest Lake is? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Vanelli's by the lake. Yeah, we're we're north of that. Oh, wonderful. We have the giant coffee pot. Have right. you ever seen that? That really seems. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's interesting. I need to get up there and see and that. Don't you have a yeah. lovely, a lovely municipal airport where they do like some of those like old school plane shows or something? I think I've seen that. Um, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. Okay, well, well, Steve, you're going to have to do like a little, fine. the next time you do a, a Kelly and Ryan hit, do it you're going to have to do yes. that from Lindstrom, from that steaming coffee pot. In the right. coffee pot, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, heel, boy, heel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, it's a population of 4,620 oh only, so you're the most popular one in Lindstrom today, yeah. for sure. yes. Now, Aww. if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be, Renee? Pasta. Oh. Okay, so many variations. Great. Yes. Yeah. Okay, if you win today, you're going to go home with the My Talk t-shirt in the size of your choosing. Today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention. Wow. Yes. I think you're going to like this. Unexpected people in Star Wars movies. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Oh, All right. Here we go, Renee. Who do you think knows more about unexpected people in Star Wars movies, Miss Shannon or Steve? TV boy. All right, Renee. Okay. Uh, so Natalie, right? Yes. Miss Shannon, you have to leave. We'll back. come get you. Yes. We'll come Shannon, get you. Miss Shannon is leaving, uh, and she is kind of a Star Wars nerd. So yeah, this is gonna be I don't even know if this is a great bet. Um, <laughs> Renee, I'm going to see if I can pull through for you here, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Once again, unexpected people in Star Wars movies. Are you ready? Doesn't matter. Okay. Here we go. Nope. Haven't asked the question yet. Okay. I like it. You're psyching me out, though. You're trying to mess with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm all over the place today. She's okay. out to get us, Renee. <laughs> switch back and forth because Donna doesn't play the buttons today. Okay, actor who played the title character in Mad Max Fury Road and was Oscar nominated for The Revenant was a stormtrooper in The Last Jedi. Gosh, I'm... Okay, uh, pass for right now. Okay, L.A. Law, an NYPD alum who played Senator Bale Prester Organa in three prequels. D word. Dennis Franz? (laughs) (laughs) Actor who played McNulty on The Wire and Noah Soloway on The Affair once played a royal guard in episode one. The first one I can... Tom Hardy is the first one. D word. Renee, no relation to Shanene Martin. (laughs) Do you know any of these? Oh, couldn't be a worse topic for me. Sorry. Uh, okay, well, let's see how Miss Shannon does. Uh, we're screwed right. here, buddy. We are screwed with a capital screwed. Uh, all right, here know. comes. You don't know. I don't remember how she does under pressure with the timer. So we I don't just know. she's more of a geek than I am. And... Oh, I'm a giant geek. So if I do poorly at this, I will. My phone will blow up. <laughs> this well, is depressing. 
Because I am bad at remembering names on the me fly. Me too. And if yeah. you ask me about it, I can tell you everything about the episode, yep. and it'll be like, and that guy, and that lady, and the yep. person. And the... <laughs> okay, so good. we'll see. All the right, music's okay. going to mess with you. Here yeah. we go. Okay, here we go. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Mm-hmm. Once again, unexpected people in Star Wars movies. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Question one. Actor who played the title character in Mad Max Fury Road and was Oscar nominated for The Revenant was a stormtrooper in The Last Jedi. Pass. L.A. Law and NYPD alum who played Senator Bale Presto oh, Organa in three prequels. Uh oh. Um, I know exactly what he looks like and I don't know his name. I knew you were going to pick that. I should have cheated and taken my phone out there. Okay, pass. Actor who played McNulty on The Wire and Noah Soloway on The Affair once played a royal guard in episode one. See, I don't know. Because I didn't watch those other two shows. Renee Day! (laughs) We did it! Well, what is the L.A. Law guy's name? Let's start with okay, that one. Okay, we can start with the second one, sure. So L.A. Law and Because that's the one that's bothering me, because I knew you were going to ask I him. I can Dennis see him. Franz. No, not even close. <laughs> okay, so that is question two. Uh, L.A. Law and NYPD alum who played Senator Bale, Prester, Organa in three prequels. He said Dennis Franz. <laughs> no. Whose butt was always in NYPD um, blue. It, the... It's Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. See, that's oh. the one. If I would have at least gotten that one right... I would have been happy okay. because I, I, I walked out of the room and I'm like, Dawn is going to ask about <laughs> the guy who face. was in L.A. Law yeah. with the dark hair. Yeah, and I okay. could not remember his name. Mm. Okay, go okay, on. let's go mm. to the first question. My Actor- phone is literally blowing Uh-oh. up right now. <laughs> Actor- They're like, you have a podcast with geek in <laughs> no, the title. So sorry, you I have a lightsaber in your office at <laughs> I home. Anytime- I have multiple times cosplayed oh, as she's instead gonna of need Queen therapy. Amidala. Queen, I'm a sister. I am all in <laughs> on all this, but I'm like, I'm bad at names. He's okay. boy. Heel. Okay. Actor who played the title character in Mad Max Fury Road was Oscar nominated for The Revenant, was a stormtrooper in The Last Jedi. I'm going to turn that off for a second. So we'll just have her listen. Okay. The Tom answer Hardy. is Tom Hardy. Woo, I'm that's sorry. the one I got, Miss Shannon. And okay. again, here's why Last I'm bad second. at this. I've yeah. only seen Star Wars. Okay. I have not seen The Revenant. <laughs> yeah, so then that's not ringing any bells. And I haven't seen the last, in question three, what were the shows? Okay, actor <laughs> who played McNulty on The Wire and Noah Soloway on The Affair once played a royal guard in episode one. He currently had some really bad press because he was actually having an affair with Lily James. Um, oh. His name is Dominic West. Oh, was he now? But okay. he's also a hobbit, I believe. Wasn't oh, is that right? I'm gonna have to look him up. Like well, I don't, I did not see the affair either. Only one can win, and you it's won. Stevie Boy Renee. Uh, you won. Congratulations! I think you're gonna get a My Talk <laughs> T-shirt. Do you feel good about that? Oh my gosh! I never win anything. This is awesome. Well, this done. is great. Well done. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna put you on hold, and we'll get your information in just a second. Okay. How big is her German Shepherd? Yeah, I'm how wondering. big is your dog? Oh, I'm sorry. I have two Aussie doodles, and of course, you know they gotta <laughs> start in while I'm on the radio. <laughs> oh, that's fine. They got excited. Your pets, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Congratulations, Aww. Renee. Thank it's like, you. they're like, she hasn't talked out loud because she's been working for home for like six months. Yeah, I think she's trying to talk to us. Say something, <laughs> exactly. man. That's our friend. You're obviously having this conversation. <laughs> okay, hold on, Renee. 
Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Oh, Miss Shannon, that's going to be a tough one for you to yeah, swallow. Yeah, it's already bothering me. You know what? Here's mm-hmm. the thing. Is yep. that everybody knows what they're good at, and hopefully if, in your exploration, you also know what you're bad at. Yeah. I am terrible at names, which is, it comes back to bite me often when I'm on my little uh, geek and nerd panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, I have I have friends who have those amazing memories that can remember minutia down to the minute Yes. Of who was wit and the name of episodes and all of those things. And I cannot. I can't either. No. And so I have like a stack of notes, you know, kind of thing. And they're like, well, don't you remember on the episode of the Dark Star where we said this? No. <laughs> I don't. No. And then they start talking about it. I'm like, oh, you mean the one where this happened? I could quote the whole plot. Yes. But I don't know the name of you know, things You know, it's at funny. All. I think I am better at names than I am at plot. Ah, so see, I can watch a movie again. And I wouldn't know exactly what's coming next. Or I certainly. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We couldn't recall it well in conversation. Or like it if, feels it, fresh and new to you. If somebody said uh, uh, the 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 Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker or something like that, I wouldn't be able to accurately tell you critical plot points. Ah, see, now I could talk through the whole thing, but then yeah. my whole stories they end up so much longer than they need to be because <laughs> I always have to take a detour that says, "Remember the guy was in this other thing, or he did that, or he looked it would like be shorter this. if you just knew the, the name, name, right?" And I yeah. do not like I'm this bad. Like my, I have a, a notebook that I keep in my kitchen. Where as I've met my neighbors in my neighborhood, yes. I write down oh, their yes. name That's and smart. It, it, like little indicators. Lives on the cow's diagonal yeah. on the corner. And all Woman these with mole. Exactly. You know, has <laughs> yes. two kids named this. You know, because yeah. I forget smart. all yes. the time. And I know I'm terrible. I'm the worst. Uh, that is, that's really, that's smart to do. Yes. I did that whenever we first moved into this neighborhood too, as we were meeting people. I was just like, you know, here are their names and they live in the White House. I they, have a question for you, Steve, because we meet yeah. a lot of people out in the wild. Like, sure. let's say that we still had like the state fair or something and somebody comes up and you know you've talked to them before. Mm-hmm. Do you fake it like you remember their name or do you, are you upfront and you just admit you can't? I will, I will generally be upfront about it. Mm-hmm. If, if it's, it's funny though. I'll do that if it's a, uh, you know, like a viewer yeah. or a listener. If they'll say, Steve, do you remember when we, and I'll just say, you know what? I have such a bad memory. Help me out here. Help right. me out. And But if it's someone that like has been on the show at mm-hmm. some point or that, then I'll probably just hedge more. Right. I like to, I've, I've learned the hard way to go with a nice to see you. Right. Just, just eliminate nice, nice to meet you from right. your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be there. No. Nope. It only is risk. There is no reward. <laughs> it's only risk. So you need to get rid of that. But I, I do really, really struggle 
with names, but it's because, and I know for some people it's natural and it kind of comes to them, but right. I should spend more time figuring out little hacks to commit things to memory. Because when you remember someone's name, it's meaningful. Like I have people that work in the building, right. in the building, who I've worked at this building for about seven years. And I know their face and have had many conversations in the lunchroom, things like that. Don't know their name. And that's why, I mean, because I have the same thing. And there's yeah. people that I've only seen in passing a couple of times. So I'm just up front now, too, as so I don't fake it. I'm like, hey, I remember I saw you at X because I can remember. Yes. Can you remind me your name? I'm terrible with names. So I just fess up just right away it. and just get back to it and, you know, try and save all the little tricks in my phone. So if I <laughs> if I have to remember later, I can look them up because it's it's I feel bad. Don't yes, you feel bad I know. when you yes. know you should know their name? Oh, gosh. And they know your name. And right. Listen, here's like a real, the, I'll get zero sympathy. But particularly in our building, it's we're always on TV, so we're on in people's offices. And yeah. it's like the internal programming that pipes through to TVs. So then they always hear and see me saying my name or they say see the name on the, the screen. Right. And then I... Don't see their name. Right. I just no, but this is an excuse. I gotta, I gotta be better. I gotta be better. <laughs> That's something I gotta grow in. Another thing I've gotta grow in is something that you happen to be growing in as we speak. We're gonna get tipsy after the break, and Miss Shannon has figured out a way to try to stop a bad habit that she has that I have had almost my whole life. So I will be all ears. I think this is going to hit home Mm -hmm. for a lot of us out there as well, even though you might not want to fess up to it. We'll dig into that. We're getting tipsy next on the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Friends, happy Wednesday to you. Uh, it is the Don and Steve Show. It's My Talk 1071. Thank you for making us a part of your day, whether you're listening on the app, on the website, or on the radio. We welcome one. We welcome all. Miss Shannon Paul is sitting in for Donna Valentine, who's on vacation today. Donathan McLean is our producer. She's the <laughs> producer of various shows on this station. Thank various you both shows. for being here. <laughs> and now it is time for us to all get smarter together. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show oh, getting tipsy. Boy. Oh, Everybody my. on the show getting tipsy. How meta. As I said, it's time for us to all get smarter. I then immediately turned away from the microphone and started biting my thumbnail. Oh, see. I have long been a fingernail biter Mm -hmm. my whole life. And I have tried uh, at various points to break this really bad habit. And I would, if I ever went a week without biting my nails, I would sometimes go and get a manicure. Yes. Because then I thought this is... this shows them looking pretty, right? Looking good, looking clean, and it's going to continue to motivate me. And but then at what some happened point, after that? I start biting my nails again because I get bored or something. Well, that's why I think it was really good. I actually saw this um, story. Uh, one of the writers in uh, for Vogue India had actually put up six things that she had tried to kick her nail biting habit, and it made me think of what I'm doing because mm-hmm. same thing as you. I when I was younger, like when I was a kid, I was a prolific nail biter. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, you know, it transitioned to, I wasn't so much a nail biter as a cuticle picker. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 to the point that if you look at my fingers, that's like, like you going can tell. from beer to liquor. By the way, right. you know, same general problem. And you could tell, and it's actually like actually to the point. Where I'm like, you end up with those little dry spots that hurt, and all these things. Yes. And it got to the point that if you look at my fingers, and to remind everybody out there, since I happen to be an African American lady, mm-hmm. um, if you look at my fingers, you can tell that I've been picking around my cuticles for years because there's actually a visible color change. Oh, really? Around like the tips of my fingers because oh, I did that okay. for so long, and then slowly over time, I got better at it and i use some of the tips that this writer used and then i'll let you know why it's coming up again is because like so many people right now we are very focused on like hand hygiene right isn't that you know right now we're washing our hands a lot more you know probably we should have been doing this before and then we wouldn't have any problems but Mm -hmm. again our anxiety is higher so that's why this tick is coming back for a lot of people we're also moving into winter here when we have a lot of dry skin issues so i'm sure that a lot of people like you and i steve are going into this again yes what finally i did the same thing as you is that um i finally like took a break managed to get myself to stop doing it. And so this is how I worked into it. So I agree. One of the things that she says is that um, she started by putting Band-Aids on one finger at a time, like fully wrapping the finger. So it's very inconvenient, but it gives it time to heal where you don't continue to exacerbate the thing and you get to kind of get it back up to speed. Um, And so I've tried that and that did help for a while. And I started like I I carried Band-Aids with me. So that Did I you think say one finger at a time? One finger at a time. Okay. You know, so that you're like looking at it and actually going, okay, leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. leave it alone. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it does impact your life. And I think that that's part of it is you start to slowly have other self-soothing tips. Yes. So you don't do it as often. Um, and then if that doesn't work, a lot of people try doing the putting something kind of gross on your fingers. Yeah. Um, so that we you know, see all kind of thing. And, like, and some of those things I think are better than others. And I agree with this particular author where she said she tried to do like the hot sauce and stuff. Yeah. And then you just end up with it in your eye. I am a face <laughs> toucher as well. I that is the biggest things when they first came out with the guidelines where they said and stop touching your face. I'm like, oh, my heavens, yeah. I can't. That's all I do. I'm constantly touching my face and rubbing my eyes and doing all these things. And I've never tried that hot sauce thing. Yes, you could see how that would really cause an added problem, though, with your eye. I tried, I don't know if it's called no bite or whatever. It just tastes gross. Yeah, but guess what? Hmm. I am deranged enough where after about a week, I realize... It gets good to you. First of all, you acquire the taste, and then I realize, oh, I can kind of scrape this off in sheets with my tooth. I mean, just one gross person problem after Here's the next thing that I do think works, and I think this would probably work for you because it leads into your manicure thing, is getting that cuticle oil. And yes, carrying okay. it with you, like the instead of going towards the, and you could do this because I think it's easier for guys because you can get a small like bottle of it or mm-hmm. a, even like a smaller lotion. Or this is another thing I think will work for you. Get like Bactine, you know, kind of thing. Bactine oh, yeah, or yeah. Neosporin even because yes, Neosporin yeah. comes in a tube. Mm-hmm. It's something easy to carry in your pocket. And instead of putting your hand in your mouth, get that tube out and do your cuticles. And so since I, you know, when I started doing that, then it transferred the tick to something else. And so I stopped doing it and that helped. And then the next thing I think you do, and again, almost up to your manicure thing, carry some nail clippers and some other things with you. So instead of wanting to bite it, you trim it. That's smart. Right. And so instead of sitting there, because I don't know how your brain works, Steve, what my brain is, I know that it's never going to be smooth. I know that, but I still try. 
to the point that you end up like chewing on your cuticles, <laughs> you're, it's not going to work. Like in your brain, I can hear I can hear my internal monologue going. Well, if you just try it a little bit, maybe if you go slow, if you go slow, <laughs> it'll work. and it never works. Is it, that is that the one area of our life that we speak the most positively to ourselves? <laughs> because we know everywhere else in my life, I'm beating myself up, but when it comes to the nails, I'm like, this time we got it. Exactly. We you got know, it. You've tried this hundreds of thousands of times, but this time the nibble will be appropriate. Yes, it's going to be a clean to... tear. Exactly. It's going to be and clean. Never is. Oh, and no, next thing I you know, just you're like... rejoined the show. I was having some technical issues, yes. and now I just heard the nibble. Yeah. <laughs> What? And We're it's going to be a clean nail biting, tear. nail biting, oh. and cuticle and cuticle uh, biting. Okay. Uh, because I mean, and how and how embarrassing does that feel as a grown adult, where you've been out and I've been picking at a cuticle, and the next thing I know, I look down and I'm literally bleeding. I'm like, you are the worst. <laughs> You're bleeding yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I got to go to my purse and get a band aid, oh, and, and the fact that I own band aids is the fact that I'm like. Clearly, you've had this problem for quite some time, and I'm prepared. And it's one of those weird things that always looks worse than it is. So if you get a cuticle tear, you will bleed like you have been shot by a machine gun. (laughs) And now you're like a health crisis. Everybody has to get a hat. Everybody's worried around you. Right, just because I can't stop biting my nails. And That is the God's honest truth. And you know the bummer is? There's... There's such a good thing waiting on the on the far end of getting past this habit yes. because the times that I have um, maybe gone a couple of weeks and then I get a manicure. Yes, I love it mm-hmm. when I can. I love it when people have well taken care of hands, yes. and I always notice nice nail beds. Mm-hmm. And and on the flip side, and God love you, Dad, if you're listening. But my my father has always chewed his nails. Right, he's got like half nails. It's yep. like it, it hurts to look at them. And then I look down, cats in the cradle. I am becoming my father. So I have these short little nail beds. Here's <laughs> what else I think you can do. Back to the you know transferring the habit. Mm-hmm. Since you you know I started doing my nails myself again. Like I I bought a house and and part of what had stopped me is I started getting my nails professionally done. Yep. So I quit picking at them. Um, because they were, and they were just thick enough that it wasn't really working. Um, But I stopped doing that a few months ago because I bought a house, and I said, okay, I'm going to start doing my own hair and my own nails for at least six months while I build my cushion back up. Yeah, right. So I couldn't really justify spending money on getting my nails done. Sure. So what I had to do is I went out and I got some good nail polish, and I think that part can work for you. So you don't have to go all, hey, you're all emo, get one black nail. I'm not saying you got to go get your My Chemical Romance on or anything like that. (laughs) But I do think that it's still appropriate for gentlemen to get some clear nail polish Mm -hmm. and just that's still okay and that'll help you again give give you something to do instead of and still keep that professional look instead of picking at them well you know what there's all those nail strengthening ones that you can get now steve and i think that works you uh, uh, that's a broad spectrum across the board tip that people can do just Uh, polish your nails i just found out that there is so back in the day when they gave you that no bite nail polish yep. mm-hmm. it it looked very much like you have a problem no right. bite it may as well come with a mr yuck sticker it just looked <laughs> right. like a thing now i'm on target.com and they have a limited stock up at my chaska location mm-hmm. it's called ella plus mila and there's this elephant on it and it just says nail care yep. and it's not until you look that it says it's for no more biting right but it's like a really slick little bottle mm-hmm. and they don't use any uh no formaldehyde Toluene, all this weird stuff. There doesn't that's in need there. to be a name shaming in it. Of yeah. Like I know I want, I'm trying to stop. So how <laughs> about we right. don't name it something that makes me feel like yeah. I have more of a problem? You know, there's lots of positive ways, and I think that's a lot of it. Is clearly we do this. it because it's a tick. 
you know, and so I think that you just have to figure out ways that take care of that anxiety or why you're doing it. And that helps picking yourself apart as you're picking your nails apart. (laughs) Isn't really going right. to help the problem. So, what do you think, Steve? I know there's, you know, and 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 I just saw on Twitter one of our our, our my talkers, Panda, just said there's a no, there's a matte version of it too now. Oh, so oh, I like a matte version. Have to worry about. Yeah, because you know when I get um when I get a manicure, mm-hmm. uh, if they would offer a clear coat, but I would just have them buff it. Yeah, and then it was so it's like a matte finish, which I, I now really you can liked. get a clear coat, and I I'm think that'll this, help a lot. I'm gonna get this Ella Mila yeah. stuff and uh, see if that might not spur me in the right direction. We'll Miss Shannon, a little accountability, accountability for each other. We'll see how it goes. Listen, that goes along.